All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Whenever you're listening to this, hey, it's your girl, Special Ratchet, and I'm coming at y'all with a new episode. This week, we're going to talk about generational curses. Yes, I said it. I know you guys are tired of hearing it. They've been saying it all year, but it needs to be said. Generational curses is a real thing. It's a real thing. And I feel like this summer is when it really just became something popular. And people aren't really discussing how you're going about breaking these generational curses or what generational curses mean or how you even, like, what is it? What is one? Where do I, like, how do I even know I'm, I'm under a generational curse if I don't even know what the fuck a generational curse is? You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like I just want to have the conversation and I just want to put it out there that we're all doing it and it's something that was needed to happen for years. And I'm so proud of anybody that, that challenged what you was grown and taught to know and have, have said, have decided to say that wasn't right. Although they taught it to me, although it's something that my family does, it's not right. And I wanted to end with me. And listen, if you've done that this year, you are any listen, you are breaking these curses, you are embracing it. And I just want to give you a round of applause because baby girl or baby boy, you are doing it. You are breaking those curses because that is what is gonna that is the key to your happiness. A lot of us are stuck in this matrix, in this mind matrix, because of how we were raised and what the values and were taught down to us based off the curses that our parents and our grandparents have lived through. You know what I mean? And um I'm just gonna jump right in. So to me, a generational curse would have to be like the standards and the in the in the laws that were that are within your family. A lot of them are good, a lot of them are terrible. For example, I was on the phone with my mom about a couple weeks ago. We were having a discussion. We were having a discussion about family. And um she was saying something to me like, you know, um, I don't really worry about people on the street. You know, if a person on the street does something to me, I can cut them off like that because that's just, they're a stranger. They're not my blood. And, um, but if my blood does it, I kind of got to give them chances because they're my family. To me, that it would be considered a generational curse because you outright sat here and told me if someone does you wrong, a stranger on the street, you will just cut them off like no tomorrow. Yet, you don't hold your family to that same standard. Family or not, no one has the right to treat you like shit. No one has the right to do anything to you. People take, take that family shit, take this blood shit way too motherfucking serious. Because if I really were to be all the way 100 with y'all, when I did my Ancestry.com, I got about 500 cousins. So if I really, really, really was sitting here talking about blood is thicker than water and I need to be with my family and fuck the outsiders, well, technically... Half of these people in the world is my family. Why the fuck? Why the fuck do you? Why is it that you deserve umpteenth amount of chances versus my friend? Why do you think you deserve that? Why do you think you deserve to have access to my life after you have done something wrong to me? That should not be okay. And how many other black families does that? Oh, anybody out on the street but blood thicker than water? No, the fuck it's not. (laughs) Stop saying that stupid shit because it's not. A motherfucker treat you how they're going to treat you based off of how they feel today. They don't give a fuck. Family, that shit don't really matter. It's that mind matrix shit. You want to put that, you want to put that type of pressure on an individual to hold them up to a certain standard when you yourself ain't even worthy of that standard. I have so many, I, I got family members right now that are sitting here talking about, I'm a loyal this and loyal that. We blood. 
The bitch dirtier than the person outside on the street. She ain't loyal to nobody but her motherfucking self. But she's sitting here hollering blood thicker than water. Nah, it's not. It's the fuck not. It is really the fuck not. <laughs> because blood will treat you dirtier than the water outside on the street. I done seen it for myself. But it's that generational curse that we believe that they should still have access to us afterwards. Get the fuck on. I'm here to tell you, if you got a cousin right now, you got anybody in your life that, that did you harm as a child and you remember it, you have every right to not allow them to have access to you as an adult. You have every right to that. For me, it took me a long time to really realize that because I grew up, you know, already kind of separated from my big family because, you know, it's just how it was. I, I'm, I'm born into a generational curse because it's, it was a lot of shit with our older, my grandmother and her siblings, that causes big separation. And so because my grandmother and her siblings have this love-hate relationship for one another and they have inner jealousy and inner envy within each other, that has came out within their children. And their children display it. Their children are half-assed really for you. They half-assed really love you because their parents half-assed loved anybody else. You only do what you are taught. And so within my family, the curse is that it's that old, it's that old curse that's in there that was before any of us was born, has to do with my grandmother and her siblings. And that's just keep coming down onto us. That's why we can never be that close. Because that's not that's not what they set up. They didn't set it up for us like that. You know? It's too much inner hate, it's too much inner jealousy that they birthed down the canal. So they children display it. I watch my sisters and, and my cousins get into it. Listen, my sisters are young. That was the youngest generation. It's, it's, it's phasing out. It ain't as bad as my generation was because, shit, my cousins would cuss me out, call me ugly, all that type of shit. All that type of shit. And think a bitch forgot. I ain't forgot. I have not forgot. Because what, you, what people do to you as a child, you remember for life. That ain't, you, I was traumatized. I ain't forgot. I ain't forgot all the bitches and ugly hoes I, I was as a kid. Now as I'm, I'm an adult, I'm supposed, to just, I'm supposed to be cool with you? Supposed to just give you all these chances in my life? Nah. I'm going to break that generational curse of thinking that's okay. Because I don't give a fuck if you blood or water. Don't nobody got the right to treat me any kind of way. Other than, other than the way I show you I should be treated. And that's just that on that. Um, another generational curse. So I already talked about the blood is thicker than water, right? You know what I'm saying? And um, I would have to say my other, the other one would have to be is, is allowing, is, is not, it's, it's a boundary issue. You know what I mean? I feel like we grow up, our parents always, growing up in a black household, you didn't have no space. There was no boundaries. You know what I'm saying? They don't teach boundaries good enough. I wasn't taught boundaries good enough. My mother just bust open the door on you and just look at you because it's her house. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't taught that your personal space, your private space, it should be your space. Nah, you ain't got no motherfucking space in my house because I pay these bills. That's, tra- that's very traumatic. So then when we get our own houses, we in here ready to put a motherfucker out if they look at us stupid. Because we have that mentality that our mothers gave us that you can get the fuck on if you don't like what the fuck I'm doing in my shit. That's why so many women are quick to put men out on the street. Well, so many women are quick to put their friends out. So many women are, are sitting, listen, I can't even live with other women in my, in my family. I've tried that. They will put your shit outside. <laughs> because that's what we were taught. Our mothers did it to us. It was that tough love. You don't like my motherfucking rules, you can get the fuck on. Well, who the fuck said 
that I'm supposed to like everything. I'm an individual like your individual. Just because I don't like it don't mean I don't, you know what I'm saying? I, I should be put out outside because I have an opinion. Let's end that. How many generational curses going around where you can't even express yourself? I watched a show yesterday on Imana Fix My Life. Her, the generational curse her, her parents passed down was bad communication. Motherfuckers don't even know how to be their authentic self. And I struggle with that because I could never be open with my own mother. I could never be open with her about my feelings because she has her own way of she perceived how she raised me. And so if I tell her something different, it's hard for her to accept that vision that I give her because it's harsh. And she has to sit there with the harshness that she gave me all my life for a couple seconds. But that's really just growing up black. Because you can't, you can't, can't check your mama. You got to be there for your mama. Somebody sitting there talking bad about your mama. You can't say nothing bad about your mama. It's your mama. But isn't that a fucked up generational ass curse? Because even though that's my mama, that means she didn't, I don't even fuck what she did to me when I was two. She needs to know now how that shit affected me. Mother or not. Why the fuck we still going around fucking holding on to their feelings and we suffering in silence? We don't know how to love properly, be affectionate properly. Why? Because that wasn't given to us as kids. Why the fuck is that? Growing up, your parent might have said, might have not been that affectionate. Because they felt after a certain age, you're, you're, you don't need that. My mom's logic was like, oh, when you're a baby, give you all the kisses and the hugs you need. After seven, you're no longer a baby. You don't need that. You don't need kisses. You don't need hugs. What type of shit is that? I'm still a person. I'm still, I still need love. Love is something that anyone needs. At eight, at 10, at 22, at 30, you're still going to need that shit. And you're going to still need to know how to express love. And if no one's ever taught you that, to be emotional or, that, or to be soft or to be, it's okay to be that soft, then are you actually going to be that soft? Generational curse alert. Come on now. I know I'm talking to somebody out there that is just watching themselves as an adult and figuring out like, damn, okay, I have, I have this issue. I have that issue. Where do these issues come from? How the fuck do I fix them? And I, never, I didn't really start to really tune into the whole generational curse thing until I started doing womb healing. Because you have to think, every time we birth a baby, we birthing it with every mind, everything that was ever in our mind and, or, or in our womb. You feel me? And the power of the womb is a magical place. And I didn't, I didn't even really understand that because that was not taught to me. That was not taught to me to cherish, you know what I'm saying, cherish my vagina because, you know, soul, soul ties is real. And you know what I'm saying? Are we, are we, you know, like just, it's just, it's the power of your creativity. It's where your creativity lies in your womb. So when you give birth to a child throughout, through your womb, what was your mindset when you were doing it? What was your mindset when you were pregnant? What was the mindset before that? Were you still suffering? Because you birthing a child, you're just birthing, you're just birthing your suffering. And people don't realize that. Because you just pass on that same suffering time and time again. Instead of correcting it. Instead of digging deep within. Instead of facing it. Everybody's childhood was traumatic. It's hard to go back. It ain't fucking easy to say, you know, to acknowledge what went wrong in my childhood. But how many of us is sitting here saying, oh, that's in the past. My mother didn't know no better. That's what she was taught. Get the, no, she didn't know no better, but she could have did better. That's how you change generational curse. No, you don't know better because you don't understand why you feel the way you feel. You don't understand where these emotions are coming from. You don't understand where they're stemming from because something happened to you along the way. 
generationally. You carrying shit that has nothing to do with you. I'm carrying my grandmother's pain, my her grandmother's pain, shit that doesn't have anything to do with me. But wondering why some people are having a hard time putting life together. A lot of it's effort about how our drive is, how much drive you got to get it to the finish line. But a lot of it's that generational curse. A lot of kids can't make it to the finish line because they just they don't even have that in their mind. It's not even in their being because they were birthed into a generational curse. They were birthed into something traumatic that because it was so traumatic to them, it has delayed the process on, in life of acceptance, of growth, because it's all one. You cannot have one without the other. You cannot. You cannot. It's all one thing. And I, and I can't sit here and be upset with my brothers and sisters that are out here bad because a lot of them got fucked up in the system. They got fucked up. They were born in the families that were, where it was just a fucked up dynamic and nobody cared. Nobody cared about them and nobody cared to figure out why they were so delayed to begin with. Because that's what we do as humans. We put to blame and we quit to point fingers and say, oh, they ain't shit. They lazy. That's why they ain't got it. They lazy. Are they really? Or are they suffering? A suffering, a suffering that you could never fathom or understand because it's something they were born into. It's something they don't even understand. They don't even understand why they're that way. They don't even understand why they have no drive. They, have no, they don't understand that. You look at your family tree and you see who's all been successful and who's not. What side of the family was you born in? It's tough. It's tough. Just like women who have children young and their children have children young. It's a generational curse that you did not fix. Because whatever love you was looking for so young, you were supposed to give to your own child. But you didn't give your own child that love that you was missing as a child. Because you was raised in a child, child raised in a child. A generational curse right there. I'm just going to call them out as I say them, y'all. Because that's real shit. It's real shit. Abuse of men. Why do you, why are you, why are you so easy for you to take abuse? Well, I'll tell you something for me. <coughs> it's not abuse for me. It's emotional unavailableness. My mother was an emotional unavailable woman. All my childhood. Dealing with someone that doesn't want to talk, that barely talks, that doesn't talk about their feelings. You don't talk about their feelings. That's not abnormal to me. I, it's easier for me to date someone like that than someone that wants me to express myself all the time. Why? That's that generational curse. Because that's something that I was accustomed to. No matter, although it was sad for me because I was such a talkative child, I needed to be talked to, I needed to be stimulated all the time because that's who I am. I'm a big conversationalist to this day. But I fall for men who are emotionally unavailable because my mother was a generational curse. Acknowledging that, challenging that, I've been breaking that. That's how we break them. You know, I went back home, we getting a COVID, everybody's like, oh, you're shining. How you doing? What you doing? And I'm watching them do the same shit all over again. Every, I'm, I'm like, how, you watching me without, you asking me. How are you doing what you're doing? How you break your generational curses? Yeah, I'm still seeing you display the same behavior. That's why you can never break yours. Because you can't, you can't sit here and tell me how you want to be a changed individual and why people still hold you to the old you and not this new version of you because, baby, you never really changed. You just put a mask on. And that's what people back home do a lot. They sit here and they do something good for a couple months and they stay clean for a couple months and it's, everything's all good, but they never go back. They never go back to their childhood and heal that broken part of them. That's the only way you can break a generational curse. 
You can't do it no other way. A motherfucker talking about they break the generational curses, but they went back to their childhood to heal. They ain't break shit. They put a bandaid over it. They acknowledge it and said, I'm going to cover it up and make it look pretty. Because shit ain't pretty. It's hurtful. Because you got to go back and heal some shit that happened to you at 9, 10. Hug that younger you. Show that younger you a love that it didn't get back then. That's how you start to create a new. That's how you start to attract new. But you can't attract new things if you're still doing the old shit. You just can't. You just can't. You can't tell me how you fell in love with an abusive man. Woo, woo, woo. He was this, that, and the third. But still are attracted to men that run the same shit that he did. You can't tell me that. Because you're still falling victim to the curse you're under. Somewhere along the line, you were not loved properly. For you to even think that that type of love is okay. For you to even want a love that's considered toxic. Please check your childhood trauma. Because somewhere in there, you got toxic-ass love. And you think somewhere, you think some, some part of your brain... Is programmed thinking that that is what love is supposed to look like and feel like. You don't just wake up and be like, I want a toxic motherfucker to break, bust my windows out and show me that he loved me. No, you went in your childhood and felt unloved. So that toxic ass shit he throwing at you, you never felt it before because it's like, woo. He said he going to bust my windows out. That nigga love me. No, baby, you don't love you because your mama probably didn't love you right or your grandma didn't love you right. Well, your daddy didn't love you right. So now you think that if somebody is showing you all this love aggressively and dangerously, they really love you. That's not true. I don't believe no one should ever settle for love like that because love should never feel that way. And if you are a person that are falling short and feeling that way and you're falling for toxic ass individuals, I need you to really check your childhood trauma and really go back. Challenge yourself and say, who did not love me properly? What was the love like as a child? What, how did I feel as a child in that love? And hug that inner younger you. Because, and start to give the love that you require. I'm learning that. It's taking me, I'm still learning it. I'm still learning about the love that I require. Because I, I went without it for so long. And I'm still learning how to love me in my darkest moments. Because sometimes I get some of my harsh truth back. And although I'm accepting it. Oh, you'll see me eat a little bit more. I'll start to like, you know, just start to do myself harm because I'm an overeater. And if I feel like you're, you're bad about bashing me, I'm going to want to eat. It's going to be like, okay, well, fuck it. I'm just going to eat some shit because that's my coping. But it's me acknowledging that that's not a healthy way to cope. It's me acknowledging that he's a trigger. He's triggering me. He's triggering old thoughts. That's a red flag. Someone's triggering you into old patterns and old behaviors. Nine times out of ten, they're probably not for you. Because anybody that's for you is not going to trigger the badness, the bad parts of you. Just remember that. It should be a love. Love is not always going to be beautiful. No, it's not. But the goal is to find someone that understands this process of healing yourself and that has made this own process their journey, too, to heal themselves. Because you got to imagine how many of us are meeting. That's why this black love, this black unit cannot come together because we're still suffering from colorism generational curses. We're still suffering from lead and follow generational curses. We're still suffering from all of that. How to submit. We're, you know, women don't know, black women don't know, understand that because their black mamas got beat and taken away from black men so young. The ideology was passed down and be an independent woman. You could do it. Not the ideology of a nice gentleman to come by and he'll, he'll take care of you. He'll do what he's supposed to do. And no, that died. You want black love men? Talk about some, y'all protect the black man. 
Protect black love. Nobody's saying that. Because they killed it. They killed it. I'm watching these younger generations, shit, to get a young man to open up the door and hold it up for you is, is, is a dying out. It's dying out. It's 2020 and it's dying. They ain't doing it. They looking at you like, bitch, I'm important to open up the motherfucking door. Not, you're a woman. Let me be, let me, you know what I'm saying? Let me be a little softer. Let me open, the, open up the door for you. Nah. It's a generational curse. They put the men against the men, and they put them in this crab in a barrel mentality that now they've out how they love women. They took their mamas away. They put their mamas on crack. So many men are suffering. They don't even understand how to love women because their mamas showed them uh, the, the first version of a woman in a, in a love relationship with a man. Their mama fucked them up. Their mama was there, but they wasn't there. Their mama was a homie, but their mama wasn't their mama. Wasn't they mama. You feel me? And the people that raised them were street hustlers showing them how to not value women. And you're wondering why um, you, you, you're, 30, you're 37 years old talking about some all women is like this. Well, baby, that's a generational curse you keep passing down because all women is not like that. And you can't say that. You can't put what you've been taught and the, and the curses that you've seen and the lessons you have learned on everybody. Because your mama didn't love you right. Let's just call it what it is. Your mother didn't love you right. So you believe all women ain't shit. That's, 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 that's something that's so sad. And that's going so untalked about. Because so many of us have these standards and have these things. And we don't even understand where they came from. But if it ain't that, if it ain't the way we want it to be, we don't. We ain't, listen, we ain't get down like that. So yeah, y'all. <laughs> Generational curses. I just had to come on here this Monday morning and really give y'all the tea. Because I feel like it's important for us at our childhood. I was talking to someone and they was like, well, I believe most mental, what stopped me from really pursuing psychology was that really most of, most of the things that is wrong with a person is genetic. That's not true. Generational curses plays a huge, 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 huge impact on our trauma and how we handle trauma. And, and, and going back into your childhood and how you were raised is why you are the way you are. I've taken biology, psychology, all that. There is no, it's not genetics. It's not genetics. Only thing that, that can be hereditary is mental illnesses. Like, you know, you can pass down bipolarism, some shit like that. But other than that, it's not. You having a hard time to love people or you, you know what I'm saying? You have a hard time committing to your passions. You have a hard time. That's not fucking genetic. That's not genetic. Because your mother could be successful. You're successful as fuck. Uncles can be successful. Cousins can be successful. And you're not. That's not genetic. No one's checking in on you and asking you what's, what's wrong. You're not asking yourself what's wrong. Letting life just pass you by. You're, it's, it's, that's not. I can't even sit here. I can't even understand why that person even say that. Because it's not. Mental illness is not genetic. It's a curse that was passed down generation after generation. It's not genetic. Our mindsets, what we, what our, what we have a hard time dealing with, was passed down to us through birth. I'm just calling it out. Nobody else wants to. All right, y'all. <laughs> I'll see y'all back here next week. Peace.